0: I've uh, I had a chance to um, enjoy your, your presentations a couple of times. Once in Seattle, once in Walla Walla. But this one is, was different, and I thought your um, uh, discussion about the art of the restaurant, the theater, and that, that really helped sell the glassware. So let's get started. Hey, this is Christopher Chan, your host of Happy Hour Radio, and I'm here in uh, Woodenville for a great seminar with one of our industry greats. uh, Actually on the service side, uh, George Riedel of the Riedel family, uh, an Austrian family of 260 years now founded in 1756, is doing a presentation, hosting a fantastic presentation on the art of stemware. George Riedel, thanks so much for joining me on Happy Hour Radio.
1: Good afternoon, good evening. Good evening. Very happy to uh, have the chance to talk to your listeners. Thank you.
0: So um, I was really thrilled to to learn that uh, your varietal specific glassware your message goes beyond just the glass it goes beyond it goes into the art of hospitality and being a restaurateur tell us about that idea for you that philosophy
1: the seminar tonight this afternoon was dedicated to to restaurateurs to uh, to sommeliers wine service so people who deal with consumers and deal with the emotions of consumers, know how consumers uh, deal, uh, how they select the wines and uh, try to broaden a little bit their perspective uh, to goal is when they meet customers and how they can improve this customer relation and this kind of wine enjoyment by interacting with their customer especially when they buy a special a lot of
0: people think a glass of wine is just a glass of wine, but as a sommelier, we try to take them to a place and to have them experience something more than just a glass of wine. It's really about an occasion and experience, and how do we tell consumers or let share with consumers that the, the wine is something to be enjoyed as, as like a fine steak or a piece of lobster because it really is a great food of the world.
1: To me, wine comes with a price. price can vary. So let's talk about uh, wines which uh, carry... Uh. So the customer who is going to make this kind of investment has, a, has an expectation of this wine. So about the wine heard about, the, comes the sommelier who carries the responsibility and to make uh, this kind of uh, investment in an emotional experience. This kind of emotional experience of this kind of subject is that the sommelier takes responsibility gently uh, into the wine, not to be overpowering, but to talk about the wine if the customer is interested, ask him if he wants the wine, and it explains why the decant, not to decant. And it's the ultimate responsibility of the sommelier to pick the instrument which will deliver Uh, the expectation of his customer because he wants his customer to have this kind of return on investment on his investment and this return on investment is measured by the level of satisfaction you get out of a bottle of wine.
0: I agree. When it comes to satisfaction we can think about a great piece of a lobster tail perfectly cooked but if it's served on a a paper plate it's still delicious but it's not as elegant it doesn't give you that sense of, of satisfaction and emotional
1: I have to disagree with you on oh, this on this on this point. Yes, I like it. there is no uh, steak knife which can improve the steak. No, it is the glass interacts with the wine uh, based on gravity and physics. You drink wine based on gravity and shape size and opening of the glass delivers the wine to different parts of your palate where the wine changes. so it's really not so much of just looking at a pretty glass but it's really the essence of understanding how glass works and this is my crusade my crusade for better understanding of instrument glass conveying the message of wine to the senses of your customer.
0: That's amazing, and you're right. I, I have to agree with your presentation tonight. The glass truly enhances all of the attributes that exist in there, and sometimes a glass can hide those flavors and that, that sensation, but the glasses we did, as you showcased today, you had four different glasses, and we tasted the wine. Some wines taste perfect in a, in a glass, and some wines don't taste great in a different glass. As a... Uh, a the consumer doesn't have a huge cupboard to have so many glasses, but if they were to find a couple glasses, being from Washington State, we have Cabernet Merlot, what would you suggest?
1: So our principle is a varietal-specific principle. We call ourselves the wine glass company. Varietal-specific means that we have developed over experts, specific glasses which marry the DNA of the grape variety. Talk about. Uh, various types of wines, which all are available here in the state. Uh, you talk about Riesling, uh, Chardonnay. You talk, say, that borders with your with your beautiful state, and then you have Cabernet. These kind of four varietals, each of them has a very particular personality, which you can elevate uh, in its presentation. Uh, in its extent that. You're
0: We've had some fantastic wines here today at Columbia Winery, and um, George Riedel, your your family history dates back to 260 years. Was the were they creating glassware at that time, or how did what was the genesis of uh, this legacy?
1: So we have been glassmakers uh, since uh, 260 years, which means we operated our own factories and. Uh, Czechoslovakia, and um, and only uh, moving into Austria in 1911. Um, my father Klaus was the genius. The riddles were making glass, but very different kinds of glass. It was reflecting the Zeitgeist spirit of the time, which was uh, what at the time was in fashion. So, but never stemware, never blown glass, all pressed glass, pulled glass. Uh, glass beads, so very different stuff. And Klaus Riedel was the very first to create wine-friendly glasses. He is the hero uh, of every wine consumer, so to speak, because he taught the world of wine consumers, wine makers, that the right choice of glass is the emotions.
0: It truly really does. So what was the first variety or the, gl- the wine that was sort of perfected as, as the, the first glass made?
1: There is, the whole story is quite, quite sensitive and quite in. in. It's not that you can sit on a drawing board. It's something where you have a passion for wine, you like wine, you have the right friends, the right friends advise you, so you develop something. You notice that there's a difference when you taste the same wine in different shaped glasses. What is the reason for this kind of difference? And you're going to learn about it and you're going to think about it and you're going to step by step develop. And uh, uh, Klaus Riedel uh, has developed in 1950 Burgundy grand cru glass, which nobody was using Burgundy at the time. Only later, this kind of shape was appointed to be the most remarkable wine uh, glass uh, in in history of our of our company. So it was something which taught him that shape and size of a glass matters when it comes to the enjoyment. This kind of knowledge. Uh, in '73, he packaged in his Sommelier line, and he developed and was the first publicly announced a series of wine glasses called Sommelier 1970. I presented this in Oviedo at the Congress of the Italian Sommeliers, and founded like this in this way the first series of wine dedicated glasses, which were not the aesthetics but for
0: its How about body. that. And Burgundy truly is the. Uh, the epiphany for many of our wine drinkers, we love. We start off with perhaps a little sweet, sweet blush. And we move into Chardonnay. Then we get into some big reds. But at the end of the day, we find the, the esoteric and the, the feminine side of Pinot Noir to be lovely. And it's always enhanced by a beautiful glass. It's not just pretty, but it's functional. And so it's all about taste, the acid, the tannin, and the fruit. And your glasses provide that.
1: Yeah, we always, uh, when when you compare glasses, then you share on your palate and in, in the aftertaste, the balance between fruit, minerality, acidity. This kind of balance between fruit, which is very vulnerable. And uh, which is very easy to be overcompensating the fruit is the acidity and minerality of wine. So this kind of equilibrium between flavor contributors in wine, major flavor contributors, fruit, minerality, acidity, this kind of borderline and how they interact on your palate is the emotional side of wine consumption.
0: Do we have a website where we can find more information if we want to learn about the, the history and the styles of glasses from Riedel?
1: We have an app. I have an app. What's the app? Of called Riedel. So you go to the app store and you download uh, your your app, uh, uh, app. It's for free. Uh, it works on uh, iPhone and even Samsung number seven.
0: <laughs> All right, folks, when you're out and about, you can find the perfect glass for that perfect wine and the perfect occasion. Uh, George Riedel, thank you much for joining me on Happy Hour Radio.
1: Thank you so much for...